Okay, so today's topic is going to be about overstimulation. Um, as a brain injury fighter and someone who has a history of concussions, this is a major part of my life, and it honestly is the main trigger to my symptoms. Um, whether you are currently having a concussion, which is probably for everyone like that is in that concussion period, this is probably one of the biggest symptoms um, or triggers but for some of us like three years out like myself this is also a big part of my life that each year and each day and each week and month I find that I can't handle as much which is kind of upsetting it really can be hard because you feel like you've healed and you're getting better over the years or years and years go on but you can't take as much stimulation. So, um, I am just going to talk about what overstimulation is, what I do to prevent it, um, and how it can impact your life. So, overstimulation can be too bright of lights, can be having the lights on for too long, um, I know me, I'm very sensitive to lights, um, especially um, bright fluorescent lights, but even just a regular light in your house or wherever, those can really trigger me. And I, I remember from day one, that has been something that has always been probably one of my worst symptoms is light light from um, my house, light from the sun, light from a computer screen, like anything that produces light pretty much hates me. Um, also noise. Noise is definitely a big thing that also contributes to overstimulation. Um, for me this is definitely one, but it's not my biggest. Lights is definitely my biggest, but noise is also pretty bad for me. Um, and it honestly could just be in a room full of people talking. And so, you know when you have everyone talking at the same time or having multiple conversations? It can get very loud, and that definitely is hard for me and something that I experience, especially, you know, during holidays and parties and such like that when there's big groups of people together and everyone's having a conversation. Um, even sometimes in a school setting, in a public setting, like maybe on the bus or in the mall or wherever, a concert, obviously that's going to be loud. Anything that has a speaker, like the movie theater, um, anything like that. Anybody knows me, something that's just funny and a way that I also prevent sometimes overstimulation just in my daily life is I have an iPhone, so I always have my screen on the night shift, which makes it kind of orangey, and I always have my brightness pretty much all the way down. And every time someone goes on my phone, they're like, "How do you see?" But that's how, like that's how I have to have it now. Um, from my brain injury, like if someone has a full blast bright screen, I'm turning away right away because my eyes it feels like fires just being shot at them. Um, but yeah, and I also, if I'm listening to something, like, say, in an earbud, I, 
usually have it at like one or two noise settles um settings i i cringe when i see it so loud but that's, i just can't handle it so if you relate to that then i'm here for you um also overstimulation could be and is doing something for a long period of time which to us, sometimes doesn't even seem that long. It could be 20 minutes, it could be 30 minutes, it could be an hour. You know, maybe when you were not having, when you were normal, I guess that's a bad word to say, but when, you know, you weren't concussed or you didn't have your brain injury, um, maybe you could do homework for two hours, but maybe now you can only do it for one hour. And I experienced this a lot. You know, being in a watching something for a long period of time is harder for me. Sitting through like a lecture or a class is harder for me because my brain needs that break. Um, when I, if I like, I can't work out. Like I, I can barely work out. Christ, but. If I say do something, like it can only be a short amount of time because my brain needs that rest. And when you're having symptoms, your brain is telling you, stop, I need rest. You're hurting me, you're hurting me. And I really haven't interpreted it that way for my whole journey. It's just been lately because I always got mad when my symptoms come up. And I, I do, I, I do to this day. I get mad because it's annoying, because it throws a trench in my day and what I'm doing. But you're overdoing it if you're getting symptoms, if you're getting dizzy, if you're getting lightheaded, if you're getting a migraine or headache, if your eyes are burning, you know, whatever your symptoms are, it's your brain telling you, stop, I'm hurt, you're hurting me, you know, but we don't think about it that way. If someone, say, has a knee injury and they're running and their knee is killing them or they're walking and they usually will stop unless they have to keep going somewhere, but usually they'll, you know, take a break. But with our brains, it's something that we need in every part of our life so we we don't stop. And sometimes we can stop. You know, we're committed to something or we have a job or a school or kids or whatever your situation is. But you can't just stop and go to bed, you know? You have to fight through the pain. And it eventually will either get totally worse to the point where you're throwing up and you need to stop. Or it's the end of the day and you need to go to bed. And finally, your brain will get better overnight. For some of Sometimes, not even all the time. But So just think about that. Take a... The next time you get a headache or symptoms come up, just say, okay, if you are in a situation where you can't stop, maybe just go, okay, I'm going to take a break. I'm going to just relax and see how it goes. Because, you know, even we take Advil or whatever, sometimes that doesn't work because it's not working with our bodies. So I don't know if that makes sense, but yeah, also another big thing, um, for me, is the sun. 
the sun is our, and I guess this kind of goes in with the light, but I really want to touch on this because for me it's a different type of light when it's summer. Um, in the winter I'm not usually outside because I live in a very cold climate, but in the summer when it's nice out, I love to be outside. And so this can be really hard because this is a form of overstimulation, especially for me. If I'm outside in the sunshine, and especially if I don't have sunglasses and a hat on, I am 90% going to get a migraine or headache. So it's just, I'm not a doctor. I'm not a therapist. I'm not a scientist. I don't know every logical reason, but I do know that it does affect me. And so I have to go inside or I need to be under an umbrella. And that can be really frustrating because when it's summer, Everyone's outside wanting to have fun, whether you're at the pool, the lake, maybe you're on a vacation or a road trip or a water park, whatever. So you want to go outside or maybe you're just suntanning, you know, you want to enjoy the weather, but sometimes we can't because our symptoms come up and take over us, which can be so hard. So now I'm going to quickly talk about um, some of the ways that I prevent some of these overstimulation and I'm not the best at it. I really am not because the overstimulation is something that is probably the biggest um, issue for me, I guess you could say. Yeah, like, I mean, the first thing I would say is taking breaks obviously is probably the best, <clears throat> sorry, is probably the best but sometimes we can't take breaks and it's hard or we don't want to. You know, we have to get things done. We live in a society where it's like, okay, boom, 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 boom. We need to get these things done in this amount of time, which is great because we, we should be productive, right? But sometimes we need to just tell ourselves, you know, if we get this one thing done today, you should be accomplished. Because you need to remember that even though we don't physically have, you know, that knee injury, or whatever, an arm cast, because we are not physical, like, visibly physical, we don't, sometimes that puts a barrier on ourselves, not just from another person's perspective. So it can be hard to tell yourself to stop and take a break. I am a pure example of that. I'm always go, 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 get the homework done. You know, I can't miss class. I have to do this, you know, and sometimes it can be really hard. So my first thing is take breaks and don't take a break and go on your phone when you're doing homework. Take a break, you know, maybe do a stretch or a breathing exercise or grab a healthy snack and drink water. That's another thing is drink water. Even though water will not cure or maybe prevent your symptoms, it's always important to hydrate our bodies especially when we are experiencing our symptoms, especially a headache or migraine. Um, when you have a headache or migraine, your brain is working extra hard and hurting extra hard. So it's important to hydrate, but that's not something that really will prevent you from your symptoms. That's just a little push of help, I guess. Um, I guess another thing would just be to 
like pace yourself, you know, don't pressure yourself to get it all done. Also, this is something that can be hard is to say no to things. Um, if, especially if you're a people pleaser, you know, if someone's inviting you to a party or to lunch or to uh, whatever, a show, whatever, and they really want you to come and you know that's going to hurt you. Or maybe it's that day and you're already feeling like crap, but you just don't want to say no to that person because you feel bad. And maybe you do really want to go, but you know that you shouldn't because it's either going to really tear up your symptoms and trigger them or you already have symptoms and you're hurting. So it is okay to say no, you know, politely, you know, no, it's okay, I'm this will not be good for my brain or I'm experiencing this and I really do not feel good and I will it will make it worse if I go. And if people are true friends or true family, they will understand. And it, it can be hard, you know, maybe they'll interrogate you about it, but sometimes you just have to say no. Um, another thing is this can be really hard. Um is wearing sunglasses. I am a brain injury, um, survivor, fighter, whatever you want to call it, warrior, whatever. I have a brain injury from concussion, um, post-concussion syndrome, whatever you want to say. I still have to wear sunglasses. Today is February 3rd, 2020. I don't know if you're listening to this in 2022, Whenever I decide to post this, but it's literally February, a gloomy day, whatever, and I still have to wear sunglasses inside, and I do not have a concussion. You know, when I was in that first concussion round, I have a Snapchat memory of me wearing sunglasses in a dark room with a blanket over my head, and every year when I see that photo come up, one, it breaks my heart because I remember that pain. And two, I'm like, I'm still experiencing this today, three years later. You know, like, oh. So it's okay to wear sunglasses. Even inside, like, I had to wear sunglasses in my class today. And you know what? It prevented my headache. Um, I actually have three classes back to back to back. And I don't have a break, and that's very hard for me. I don't have a lunch break, so I'm eating food in the class, but that stimulation is just so much. So I wore my sunglasses today, and today is the first day in five weeks that I haven't had a headache and migraine. And I am so happy, and that's why I'm recording this. If I had a migraine now, I would not be recording this. I would be in my bed crying. Um, anyways... So, yeah, you know, wear the sunglasses. If you have prescription glasses, wear them. They will help. Unless they're not your correct vision, then maybe they won't help. Um, earplugs. Earplugs can be hard. Um, I do wear earplugs during the holidays um, when I'm at people's house or they're at my house because it can be loud. I know I have, I have a lot of family that crams in my living room which is not the biggest living room and so it can be loud and everyone's talking over each other and my my family's just loud in general so that can be 
that can be hard. So yeah, wear earplugs if you need to. Um, I don't prefer wearing earplugs on the normal day. They just are kind of uncomfortable and echoey. Um, but if you need to wear them and they help you, do it. Just do it. Um, what else? I don't know what else helps me. Um, besides things that I've done in my life, like massage, chiropractor, acupuncture, um inflammatory diets, medication, but all of those things I've tried, they've worked and then they haven't. So I think it's still important to, um, if you do not, if you do not participate in a massage or chiropractor, I definitely think it's, um, I definitely think it's beneficial. So I would definitely do it, especially if you have, like, a whiplash issue, um, which I want to make a podcast podcast on that whiplash concussion. I believe I had whiplash. I was never um, treated for whiplash or diagnosed with it, but I believe I have it, so I want to research and talk about that in my story, and maybe people can help me. And people can reach out to me who also have had whiplash with concussion. Um, Also, essential oils can be a really good thing. But they also can be kind of harmful at the same time. Um, I know I have some family members that also experience migraines. um, And so, sometimes for them, they can put an essential oil on their temples or the back of their neck and it really helps them which sometimes that is helpful for me um but also that smell right that's another way of stimulation I guess um but it's not my main one it's I'm sensitive to smell but it's not like my main one like light and noise um so yeah sometimes there's essential oils that you can put on your temples and the back of your neck that will help, but sometimes the smell can be very strong because it's sometimes like a minty, lavendery mixture, um, and sometimes that can just be too strong, especially close to the temples. It's very in the face region. Um, another thing that's really great um, that doesn't prevent headaches, but it helps me during a headache is a heating pack or a cooling pack. Um, it doesn't really help a headache, to be honest. It just feels great. Um, but yeah, so if you have any ways that you prevent your symptoms, whether it's a headache or whatever, um, please let me know and let me know what you do when you do experience headaches and migraines. Um, I am actually contacting my doctor. I have an appointment in a few weeks about a medication for my migraines. Um, I have tried everything under the moon, pers- or um, over-the-counter wise. Um, I do take amitriptyline to prevent my headaches and like decrease them, and it's supposed to decrease the symptoms as well. Um, and maybe I'll do a separate podcast on that. Um, maybe when I get my res- or results, maybe when I go see my doctor, and if they do prescribe me anything, because that's the worst thing for me is over the years I have decreased the amount of times, but the headache is definitely, um, a worse, harder headache, I guess you could say, like, it's a stronger, more painful headache, I guess I should say migraine, when I say headache, that's just because I am surrounded by people who don't even know what a migraine is, 
so I'm always just prone to say headache um but yeah usually it's a migraine but uh, so yeah anyways thank you for listening and I hope this helped some of you and as I said before please let me know what helps you um and people who aren't people who experience this if you're a friend or a family member when someone is experiencing their symptoms just keep peace with them don't get mad that they are not going to be apart or you know they they're you're mad because they went to bed they need that their brain needs to heal their brain needs rest so just keep in mind okay bye